0: On this episode of Couch Time. Really, nothing's changed. And I just remembered that scene in Remember the Titans where the coach is, the, you know, the, the refs are against them and the other teams obviously against them. And the, the coach just kind of looks at his team. And he's like, I don't want them to gain another yard. And there's this just this big moment where he kind of shifts their perspective, almost focuses them a little bit more, and says, Here's our goal. Welcome to Couch Time, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Ryan. And I'm Josh, and he is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. What a great Easter weekend and a mm-hmm. way to celebrate all that Jesus has done for us, uh, not just in the cross, but in the resurrection That's and defeating right. death and defeating sin. Uh, so the question for today's podcast is, why does the resurrection matter? Yeah. Specifically, let's start with why does it why does it actually matter for us? So I know I thought right off the bat as we were thinking about today of 1 Corinthians 15 and kind of Paul's perspective on the resurrection um, and how uh, he seems to say for believers, if Christ didn't rise from the dead, If he wasn't raised from the dead, then we are without hope. Um, Verse 17 says, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was thinking about that word futile. Josh, what does your translation say again? It says your faith is worthless. Worthless. And so without the resurrection, if Jesus never rose from the dead, Mm -hmm. our faith is worthless. Um, We are without hope. Yeah. that's pretty pretty sad, actually. Yeah, that's uh, super depressing. And it actually says in nineteen, if Christ, uh, if in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. So like basically game changer for us. If, yeah. If Christ never rose from the dead, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, but so if we flip that on its head though, because we are confident that he did. Yes. Uh, Paul's confident that he did. This is part of his uh, laying out uh, the confidence we have in the resurrection. Right. Um, that means that. We don't have a futile faith uh, or a worthless faith. We have one that gives us purpose, uh, both for this life and the next, and it provides us forgiveness. Uh, So, what does that change for us if we can have confidence in the resurrection, and if it gives us a purpose and forgiveness? Like, what does that what does that change, Josh? I
1: think one, it's it's perspective. And so, I, I was thinking about like just getting a little bit excited about the resurrection, thinking about how if the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is working in me. Heck yeah like Let's I've never seen a dead person get raised it's true. like death is the most powerful force mm-hmm. uh, that everybody has to deal with mm-hmm. like it, it's it's scary to many people there, there's all these different things and I've never seen anybody raised from the dead so yeah. to think about the kind just think about parents think about this just for a second take a deep breath and think. What kind of power does it take Mm. to raise somebody from the dead? Mm. Humans have built amazing things. We've gone to space. Like, there's all these different things. But God raised Jesus from the dead. And that crazy awesome power, death is like the ultimate power against Mm -hmm. us. And God defeated that in Jesus. Yeah and that's the power that's working in us. And yeah. so, I don't know, that just kind of gets me a little bit pumped. You'll like, swag on. Right, like. it's like, <laughs> all right, like that's a, that's kind of a little bit invigorating to know that like I can therefore yeah. go live in light of that, like that's awesome. Yeah. So I think, yeah, ju- just getting, thinking about taking the time to kind of shift your perspective a little bit is going to help you live differently Personally, because you know God is working in me and He's for me. He used this crazy awesome power for me. Absolutely. Like that that's just awesome and God is totally like worthy of praise just for that. And we need we need that kind of hope um, in our (sighs) own lives. Not just
0: parenting as we'll talk about right. it in a moment, but for our lives because we get discouraged yeah we, get, uh, we feel powerless yeah and we feel uh, worthless sometimes and um, when we can have hope in somebody who is bigger and greater and um, more mighty than us and if that same power works through us and in us um, that gives us hope yeah we don't want to give up
1: right exactly so we talked a little bit about what it means for us personally but what do you think it means for parenting yeah
0: yeah i I actually really love what you just said a moment ago about a shift in perspective because i think that also flows really easily into parenting Mm -hmm. Um, we were talking about sports analogies right and i remember you talking about this idea of um, that team that's losing and you go in at halftime and then you have this big kind of rah-rah moment and you come out you know what's really changed in that game like they're still down. Yep. Um, they still have the same opponent. Yep. Um, maybe the weather's changed, maybe, yep. but right. like really probably noth- raining more. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> really, nothing's changed. And I just yeah. remember that scene in Remember the Titans, yep. where the coach is the, you know, the, the refs are against them and the other team's obviously against them. Yeah. And the the coach just kind of looks at his team. He's like, I don't want them to gain another yard. That's right. And there's this just this big moment where he kind of shifts their perspective, mm-hmm. almost focuses them a little bit more yeah. and says, here's our goal. We yes. are working on this. We, we can't control the refs. Yep. We can't control the other team. We will control what we can control. That's right. And uh, just the the hope that that brought and like yep. the, the excitement in that moment. And I think for parents, for us as parents, um, if we can lean into the power of Jesus and what yeah. he accomplished and how god raised him from the dead um, it can shift our perspective uh, and i think the first way that our first thing that it affects is we, we start to pray a little differently yeah. don't we yeah uh, i was thinking this morning about how you know i was praying for my kids was just reminded how many times i'm trying to bring around a certain change in my kids yep. with the right kind of this or the right words here or the lecture here and just being reminded that if jesus is the one who has the power right why don't I spend way more time on my knees praying confidently that God would do something? Because yeah. I know he, he's good. I know he has power. Uh, and I know he wants to change things. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to bring about change in people's lives. Um, so I did. I prayed a little differently this morning. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I just had some fresh perspective and some pr- fresh hope because of um, focusing on Jesus. And so I think one thing it changes is it changes our prayer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it also just changes... Um, If it it changes our prayer, I think it also changes how we act. So Mm, towards the end, uh, in verse 58, it says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, Mm -hmm. always excelling in the Lord's work, because you know— that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And Mm. parents, your labor in the Lord is to be faithful parents. It's not to change your kids. It's not to make them obey or stay out of jail or whatever it is. Your labor is to be faithful. Mm. And so... Uh, being steadfast, being you, you can be confident, you can be immovable, you can be sure, and it says excelling in the Lord's work, abounding. It can be, uh, you you can do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. And honestly, without the perspective we were talking about earlier, I think I think we'll just kind of always be defeated, yeah. always feel defeated. Yeah. But what if what if you remembered and kept reminding yourself yeah. of the power? of yeah. the resurrection. Yeah. that That's the thing that'll keep you excelling and yeah. trying to find new ways of engaging your kid. Yeah. Our kids are changing, right? From middle uh, school yeah. to being a senior, like kids are always changing. So, so you're going to have to find new ways of engaging you, them. You may have a range of right. ages in your home. Exactly. Yeah. And so just keep constantly learning and pursuing them because you know, yeah. Jesus pursued you yeah. and he has power. Yeah. I think it's really important that we take advantage of moments like Easter uh, or even
0: the weekend of Easter. um, And we don't necessarily just get all caught up in kind of the cultural norms of, you know, Easter bunnies and stuff. I don't think it's bad to necessarily do that kind of stuff. But just like, where are we making sure to help our family all ages focus on the power of Jesus and what He's done. That's right. Um, whether they're believers or not, yeah. Whether they get it or not, I think uh, our hope-filled perspective, yes, um, moves us towards doing something, yes, um, differently, right. Um, celebrating Jesus uniquely. Yep. And I don't know that that just means we go to church Sunday morning, right? Because there's a lot of people that do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think it means we think differently about how to engage our kids and our family, um, and point them to Jesus. Yeah. I know, you know, we do things like resurrection eggs, and we do things like, um, this is my wife's idea, actually, she did it on Friday, but um, our kids spent some time talking through things that they struggle with, particularly mm-hmm. s- sins, mm-hmm. and we kind of put them on a cross and talked about how Jesus died on the cross for the sins of his people, and yeah. um, so as they age, you know, maybe that's not the same thing you do, but just
1: having conversations about those things as yeah. your kids grow up, and I don't know, it's but, really important. But I think, too, even just thinking about, like, that, the, the cross idea, and, and like, putting those things on the cross yeah making visible traditions like mm. that i think that's actually applicable to just i yeah. mean i would do that as an adult yeah. so i think at the end of the day the
0: resurrection provides us hope yep it gives us hope that changes how we live yes uh, it should change how we think and live personally but also how we parent um and parents let me just encourage you uh you do According to Romans eight, have the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. We can pray differently. We can live differently. We can think differently as parents because Jesus rose from the dead. That's right. And just really quickly, parents, we are so excited. You know, Easter Sunday is awesome. Camp is pretty awesome as That's well. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited. Camp registration opens uh, this coming Sunday, April twenty eighth. Keep on the lookout for some details. Keep checking the website.
1: There's going to be some stuff coming your way. We're yeah. pretty stoked about it. Um, so just keep 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 a lookout. It's coming your way. And I just want to read this last part as a sort of prayer for you as parents mm-hmm. as, as we kind of go through this week, uh, thinking about the resurrection. Then the saying that is written will take place. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where death is your victory? Where death is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, Mm -hmm. always excelling in the Lord's work because you know Mm -hmm. that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Mm -hmm. Parents, we love you. Have an awesome week.